Welcome back to another information-packed episode on Ready, Set, Real Estate. (laughs) I am so stoked about today's um, episode. Before I jump into that, of course, please allow me, please allow me to do my announcements. So let's go ahead and do announcements. First, our shout outs. I want to first say first and foremost, thank you to my family and friends for supporting my wild ideas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really love you. Appreciate you. Shout out to our radio podcast listeners who are tuning in on their favorite radio podcast platforms. And of course, that may be iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Breaker, CastBox, Spotify, Anchor FM, on and on and on. So I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for continually showing me some love and rocking with your girl. Really appreciate y'all. Okay. And I do want to let you know, uh, for those of you who are real estate professionals, we do have, yes, we have a Ready, Set, Real Estate Workshop coming up this Saturday. That is January 25th. January 25th. That is happening on real estate, um, excuse me, Spanish combos for real estate professionals. So if you are in the real estate industry and you're looking to learn a language, a new language or set a language goal for 2020, come hang with us this Saturday where we're going to really show you introductory Spanish specific to real estate. So learn how to uh, meet and greet clients, learn how to convert clients, learn how to refer clients to a Spanish speaking team that can cater to them. Do know that the uh, Latin population is at 54% home ownership and growing and counting. So if you don't speak Spanish, I definitely don't want you to leave any money on the table. Definitely want you to be able to connect with those individuals uh, who are seeking to do business with you. Don't let language get in the way of doing that. So be sure you register on Eventbrite. Go ahead and keyword ready, set real estate or Spanish combos for real estate professionals. It'll come right up and make sure you register. Okay. Let's see what else is happening. We had a great class, by the way, yesterday. For those of you who didn't make the geo farming for agent success, using digital tools, more specifically podcasting, got lots of value. They got a lot of goodies um, and a template on how to gain sponsorship from anywhere from a thousand to $25,000. So that is going to be great as we continue that series. So if you're missing them, no worries. I suggest you become a Ready, Set, Real Estate Club member. Um, Get in where you fit in. All right. Get in where you fit in. Okay, let's see what else is happening. I'm still working. I got a couple books that I'm I'm working on. You know me, right? Books, workshops, curriculums. <gasps> okay, this will be one major announcement. Okay, I'm like, hold the mic, hold the mic, hold the mic. DJ, stop the music real quick. Let me do this quick announcement. <laughs> Listen, we are gearing up for the kickoff or the launch of our youth real estate boot camp happening March 7th here in the greater Los Angeles area. March 7th, six weeks. That's uh, Saturday, six Saturdays for two and a half hours. So if you have access to a middle schooler or a high schooler and you need community service hours, our nonprofit Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation can sign off. So make sure you get your kids signed up. 
I'll make sure I drop the link down below. Um, unless someone who is tuning in would be so kind to drop that link. Let me see here. Uh, I know it's a bit.ly.rse bootcamp. Boom. All right. So great. So I dropped that in there. Make sure you get your kids subscribed or registered. Listen, if they don't make this round for this cohort, I will be doing it again. Lisa's very ambitious goals are to have three real estate boot camps for the youth in 2020, including uh, one that I'm doing in Atlanta for Financial Literacy Month. So we are having our BBC uh, extravaganza and conference. So I will be out in the ATL again. God, I, I love my Georgians, my, my Atlanta family show me lots of love and they are bringing me back out so that um, the youth there can learn and have access to the boot camp. So we will be doing a mini conference, um, not something as extensive. However, or I should say, in addition, they will be experiencing a super agent as part of what we do with the youth, right? Okay, so I got announcements out the way. I just want to make sure I'm all good. All right, so today's topic, season six, episode nine and counting, condo, HOAs. So today's show is going to be short, sweet, powerful, and informational, as always. If you're catching me on a live, make sure you say hi, say hello, drop a comment down below. And of course, tune in with any questions. I welcome questions. Let me see here. Um, I actually like to do this simultaneously because then I can, I'm able to just kind of view what's happening and make sure I don't miss any messages. So that's, Comment okay, cool. Below. And of course, can let me put myself on mute. Make on sure phone. I don't miss any messages. So that, how do I do that? To just kind of view. There we go. <laughs> Real time, live time, right? Okay, cool. All right. Um, can you tell I'm so excited? I'm so, so excited. There's uh, amazing things happening. Listen, uh, also, I implore you to definitely sign up as a loyal supporter, okay? Uh, we had a great webinar, and our January webinar was on... Gosh, I wish I had one of my viewers on. My January webinar was, what did we do to the January webinar on? I forget, it was so good. Um, and I've got so much happening. Oh my gosh, I got new flyers out too. I wanted to show you the schedule. So we've got new flyers that are being mailed out and emailed out with the schedule. Make sure you get hip to that as well. Okay, back to condos. So here's the good news. This is what I wanted to share with you, especially for those of you who are, um, considering condos, new to condos, guess what? Effective November 14th, 2019, the FHA administration now have approved condos that are not FHA approved. So I'll say that again. You can purchase a condo with as little as three and a half percent down, even if it's not FHA approved, right? So for those of you who may have heard of this rule before, uh, this is a big deal, right? Because you couldn't invest or purchase a condo um, as an owner-occupied unit for yourself 
with just three and a half percent down unless that condo showed up on the fha approved roster yes there's a list um, and that HOA Homeowners Association, for those of you who may say to me, Lisa, what does HOA mean? HOA refers to the Homeowners Association. And so they oversee the complex or the community of in which those um, housing units have been developed. And usually the HOA has dues, right, which sometimes includes insurance, sometimes includes um, your waters, your, your water bill your amenities. And so amenities like the pool, the basketball court, all that fancy stuff that you go, oh my gosh, this is a wonderful community. Well, it costs to be part of that community. It pays to play, in other words, right? It costs to be a part of that community. So I wanted to share with you, hey, Terika, hi, thanks for tuning in. I wanted to share with you that now, fact of November 2019, you no longer need to have five um, excuse me, five, 15% down to buy a condo. Because if it's not on the FHA roster, you would have to come up with that amount of money. And of course, this has come about. Why? Because the economy, the industry recognizes that we have a housing shortage. Clearly, something needs to be done. So if you have condo units available, but yet you have this very stringent or maybe archaic or outdated guideline and you have a pool of buyers, right? Everyone's looking at the millennial buyers who are now, you know, they're settled in their career. They're now getting married. They're now getting settled. They're having babies, right? They're 37, 38. They're now, you know, that's the older millennials. We still have the younger millennials who are still figuring things out. Needless to say, they're doing a wonderful job, by the way, kudos to you all. And of course, you have a demographic of what um, millennials, 77 million, 78 million, um, take a percentage of that, 37% make up the first time home buyers. That's still a lot, right? And so this new guideline is absolutely perfect for those of you who are catering to that generation as um, first time buyers, right? The, the new entry, a low entry um, uh, programs, that way they can also enjoy home ownership as well. So that's why I felt we should revisit this conversation because I shared it in a post and I saw some of my lenders kind of saying it, but you know, lenders can only go so far with their messages. But when I have a platform like this, hey, I expect you to share, hit that share button, tag someone and let somebody know that, hey, did you know you can buy a condo with three and a half percent down? Yes, get connected, call someone call someone, get connected with your real estate professional and said, Lisa said, super agent said, she said. <laughs> and if your client said, I said, make sure I get that referral fee, okay? <laughs> make sure I get that referral fee. Derica says, uh, hi, happy new year. Great information. Thank you for sharing. Absolutely, Terica. Absolutely. Shout out to Terica Banks and she's uh, an escrow officer. Phenomenal escrow officer. She was one of our past guests and did a great job. Tons of information. So, you know, get connected with people who are reputable. They are knowledgeable, they're experienced, and um, they're here for you. Okay. So, you know, we only rock with the best. All right. So with that being said, um, so I just wanted to make sure that you all are aware. Okay. Hey, Mark, thanks for tuning in. Good seeing you. Shout out to our appraisers. 
Um, and Mark definitely can chime in on this because, you know, Mark's an appraiser and I'm talking about condos. We are talking about condos and HOAs and how for those who may ha be having some challenges with getting a single family, go ahead and make, you know, don't lose out the opportunity on great interest rates. You know, don't pass up the opportunity in getting your foot in the door. That's the goal. Remember, get your foot in the door as long as the math makes sense. So now let's talk about math, just a quick breakdown. So the HOA also has dues and that's in addition to your mortgage payment. So that's where sometimes things can feel a little confusing because you say, well, I qualified for $400,000 and I'm speaking about California, by the way, for those of you who are listening to me outside of Cali, you go, wait a minute, 400 grand I can get, you know, acres of property, 2,500 square foot house, single family, who needs a condo? Listen, we're talking about Cali. <laughs> um, but also for those who are also out of state, this still applies. Also, I'm sure the price point is going to be lower, but all the more reason to even consider it, especially for those of you who have children going away to college, right? You may want to think about house hacking, those condos that are in the neighboring areas close to the universities, get a two bedroom condo for your kid, get them on, you know, be a co-signer, co-bar, purchase a condo, um, rent the other room to the roommate. They're going to rent the couch out to another roommate and they now have a space to uh, a space to live while, th while they're attending a university. All right. So I just gave you major gems and game right now. Think about it. All right. Think about it. Definitely reach out to uh, a real estate professional or consultant um, for your specific needs. Full disclaimer. OK, <laughs> disclaimers. All right. Also, with that being said, I wanted to share that HOAs, homeowner associations do have dues. So, for example, you're approved for four hundred thousand dollars. Your mortgage payment, you put three and a half percent down. You're at about what? Um, you're about fifteen thousand. Uh, 15,000. I'm going to do the math for you guys. So I love my little real estate calculator, by the way, this is an app. I originally paid for the calculator itself. I paid $120 for umpteen years ago and now go figure it's an app. And I bought it as an app on my phone for nine bucks. Go figure. So we put three and a half percent down your down payment is $14,000, okay? Now, of course, if I'm dealing, the formula still applies across the board. It's three and a half percent down, three and a half percent of the purchase price. Of course, if you're in a lower price point, that means your down is lower. So, you know, shout out to those agent professionals who are really advocating and educating clients at this time because it's tax refund time. You're out there getting a tax money. So that's essentially down payment money. And if you edit with a grant program where you don't have to pay the money back, you essentially can get the full down payment covered. Shout out to those of you using grant programs. OK, get connected, get connected. That means effectively you can come in and purchase with no money down. Listen, don't let down payment be an, op an obstacle. There are ways you just got to get connected with the right folks. OK, get connected with the people who have access to the resources, access to the money. I say that all the time. Just because one bank tells you no doesn't mean the other will. Speaking of banks, I had a very big bank decline my client over some very ego-driven personal issues when I got involved in the in in the in the transaction to advocate for my client. They declined her loan over something very small. 
I referred my client to one of my colleagues. They just they just funded her refinance today, got it done, and we were able to successfully um, help that client. So go figure. When one bank tells you no, find another one that's going to say yes. All right. Very important. Don't get all you know guilt trip and feel bad that somebody told you no, you're not going to get any money, and you know you tried. Listen, listen. You get you you get what you ask for, right? It says if you negotiate with the universe for a penny. The universe pays, gives you no more or no less than a penny. You're going to get just that. All right. So here's what's important about the down payment, right? So I'm going to do four and a quarter interest rate, 30 year term. Um, by the way, interest rates on condos could be a little bit higher. That's just um, uh, the way the market is or the way lenders offer their rates for condos. There's a little bit risk involved with, you know, co-ops and shared walls and all that other stuff. So take that up with the lender and the banking industry, not me. But for example purposes, okay, so I'm gonna go with four and a quarter. That means um, the payment, let's see, the payments all inclusive is about 2000. So I'm gonna say 2100. That This is $400,000 price point, very rough estimate. Lease is not a lender, okay, check with the lender. I'm just giving rough estimates, 30 year term, right? $2100. Uh, $400,000 price point on a condo. If you go condo, really nice condo, right? Three bedroom, three bath or something like that. I don't know what you're looking for. But my point in that is that's 2100, not including the HOAs. And that's where people get confused. Okay. Because the HOA, the homeowner association dues is in addition to your mortgage payment. It is paid separately to the HOA where they will set up an account for you and you will pay your monthly dues to them. Now this is where I this is how this is where today's show is significant. What happens what happens when you stop paying them? What happens when you stop paying the HOA dues? A they throw you a party. B <laughs> B um they can file a notice of default. A, they throw you a party. B, they file a notice of default. And C, they can foreclose on you, right? Or D, B and C. So the answer is D, right? B and C. They can file a notice of default. That's a legal action they can file against you. They can record a lien against your property, of course, and say, you now owe us X amount. Um, gets a little sticky and complicated from an HOA side, but they absolutely can pursue legal action against you for the amount you owe. And that will be a recorded lien on your property. It is up. It is well within the rights of the HOA comp, um, board members to pursue foreclosing against you. Here's where it gets sticky. This is a little thing I learned about title and I learned about liens and I learned about HOAs all from experience, okay? Not personal experience, but an experience in business, right? Um, if you are defaulting or you have a notice of default filed from your HOA, gosh, this is major gems right now that when I'm thinking about this, because nobody talks about what happens when it goes wrong. Everyone talks about when it's so wonderful and it's so rosy, but what about when you get sick, you lose your job, uh, the, the breadwinner primary bar dies, 
Um, you now have to relocate. No one talks about when life happens. Lisa's going to talk about when life happens, which is why Ready, Set, Real Estate is the raw and uncut, right? The flips, flops, and busts, and boom about real estate because you need to know how to navigate your real estate as you go through life. And so if in the event you're not, you take a reduction in salary, you're not making as much, right? Or you lose your job and now you decided, okay, I have enough to keep paying my mortgage, but I don't now have enough to pay an additional, that additional $200 that's going to the HOA that, you know, that's, that could be significant. I mean, that's $200. That is significant, right? $24,000 a year. And even if you pay off your mortgage, you will continue the, to pay the HOA as along with, uh, along with property taxes and homeowners insurance. Those things don't disappear. So if you enter into an HOA community, you are owner of an HOA um, unit, you will have an HOA due for the life or the estate period of you being an owner of that uh, unit. Um, I think I'm going to now do a part two on condos and HOA because something just popped up in terms of um, uh, assessments when they have to like repair roofs and how that how that's passed on through the owners. Another topic. Let's call this condo HOAs part one show part one. My point today is hold on. Let me make sure I'm not missing any comments. OK, because I see a couple of you viewing. All right. No comments. No questions yet. All right. So, and I'm going to get ready to wrap this up because this is meant to be short, simple, powerful, and sweet and informational. So now you decided to, you know, um, for whatever reason, you can't make the payment on the HOA dues. They have the right to find and file the notice of default. They can pursue filing a lien on your property that gets recorded with county registrar's office. And so what happens is if they pursue legal action and foreclosing on you, they will be responsible for also satisfying your first um, loan, which is your mortgage, right? So they'll be responsible to, in order to get maybe you owe them 10,000, 12,000, they're gonna have to weigh out whether it's worth filing a foreclosure against you for $10,000 if you have a mortgage of, what was our loan balance? If you have a mortgage of 386,000, this is where HOA gets a little sticky because the board members have to decide if that even makes sense. Here's another reason why it's important to um, really look into the books of the HOA, because if you see that a lot of the owners are past you on the HOA, you start to see things like low maintenance, deferred maintenance. A lot of things aren't happening because why? They ain't got the money. Their members are not, the homeowners are not paying into the pot. This, you see, you see how this is cyclical they're not paying into the pot, you have deferred maintenance, or sometimes you have some mismanagement of, you know, with the HOA money, it can get sticky and messy. So gave you a great gem right there that yes, the HOA has the right to foreclose on you, but it becomes really an executive decision, a financial decision as to whether it would make sense to foreclose on you. If you have an outstanding mortgage that clearly supersedes what you owe them. If in the event that you decide that you want to come out of this debt, you can sell the HOA unit, you can sell your property. And what's going to happen is because they've recorded a lien against you, let's say, for example, $10,000 you owe, they're going to take that from the proceeds, meaning when you close escrow, um, it's going to show up. They're going to do the title check. And we talked about preliminary reports last week. It was a great show. 
please go back and review that because some of your agents don't read it. I'm going to say that again. Some of your agent professionals don't read that stuff. One, because it's a lot to read. And two, sometimes they don't understand it. It's your responsibility as a buyer to, relit, to read the preliminary title report and ask questions of the professionals involved in your transaction. Okay. Um, I won't revisit what we talked about and why that's important, why it's significant and how it, how it impacts you. Okay. But do know it's a condition of the contract and it's, it's also an out. If you're not, if you're not in agreement with the prelim, you can cancel the contract. Anyways, HOAs, um, by the way, this just goes hand in hand because HOAs have these things, has um, a document called CC&Rs that are recorded onto the prelim and the title of the property called Co Covenants, Conditions, and Restrictions. These are essentially their rules and guidelines of what you can and cannot do with your unit and within the HOA community. All right. Okay. Comments, questions, feedback? No? Going once. Going twice. I guess I'll see you on Saturday if you're an industry professional. And if you're a loyal member, please check your inbox for some goodies. And we'll see you next week on another episode of Ready, Set, Real Estate. Yeah. Oh, wait. I always forget the word of the day. No one's reminding me about the word of the week. This is criminal. No one's reminding me of the word of the week. Let's get to word of the week, by the way. <laughs> this is perfect. I didn't mean, I didn't set this up this way. This is uh, real estate word of the week, anti-deficiency. Anti-deficiency, and it means a limitation placed on a mortgage lender's ability to recover losses on a default when, pro when the property is underwater. So essentially when the property owes more than what it is valued, there's an anti-deficiency clause in sometimes those recorded contracts that says they can't come after you if you are um, underwater. That was a big thing that came out of the Obama administration um, during the time the market crashed because the IRS was saying, hey, um, for the people that had forgiveness, they wanted you to pay the taxes on the amount forgiven. So if you owed, let's say two, 300,000 and your home was worth 200 at the end of the day and you had to do a short sale, the amount forgiven was 100,000. So the IRS wanted you to pay taxes on $100,000. But the last administration said, no, that's unfair. That's phantom money. It's not like they did anything. Phantom money is what they called it. <laughs> phantom money. All right. With that being said, um, let's see. Oh, I've got some comments. Mark says, great information as usual. Shout out to Mark. Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, you know, DJ, I need you to come hit this music is really what I need you to do. <laughs> All right. DJ, hit the music. We're going to get ready to sign out, you guys. I've got to go. Um, appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you subscribe, you tag, you share, you let someone know what we're doing every week on Ready, Set, Real Estate. Make sure you pick up your merch, t-shirts, hoodies. I got the Ready, Set, Real Estate cup now available. We got more swag coming. So definitely stay connected. Remember, if you shop with us and you support with us and invest with us, a portion of those proceeds gets donated to Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation so we can continue our youth programs. So I'll see you guys next week. 
Have a powerful and productive day and um, appreciate you. Bye.